30 scotch, 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 scotch. You Down know, in my belly. Listen, Brian. See what you're not doing right now? You're not focusing on the essentials, man. Oh, my goodness. We're hey. back. We're back. <laughs> I'm trying to get in the groove. Um, it has been a few weeks. and uh, listen, three weeks. Yeah, we've heard from a lot of you. Like, hey, you guys just done with that podcast? Why or are you what? lying to people? I, I have heard from a lot of people. No, literally. Every time David, I, I said it to you, you were like, what is David Lamb pulled me aside yesterday. He said, "You guys done with that podcast, or what's uh, what's going on with that?" You know, that is our mo. We do things for really well, and then we're like, it's "Done, done. That's enough. We're moving on to the next Come one." Come on, no, David. we're here. We're here. Episode thirty-three. Um, Ryan went on vacation, and I was here. Hold on. <laughs> Let's <laughs> back this up. You were at regionals with me. I was there for three days. You were there for like seven days. For a week, yeah, I was there for a week, and then. We couldn't do it down there because you were so busy. And then I came back, and then I went on vacation. Then you went on vacation. And while on vacation, Ryan, you did something that's very unorthodox. Bullshit. I have been book. reading more and more. Just because I don't do what you and Shane do, and I'm like, hey, I read this audio book. Oh, well, not read. I listened to Listen this, this audio book. I don't have to go out and voice my opinions to everybody at all times. I love it, though, man. You Shane, told me. Shane, shout out to Shane for the but you also told me, you know, it's kind of like what we talked on Facebook. Just because right. you post it all the time doesn't mean that's real life. Oh, yeah. I don't need no, to no. talk about my mindset all the time, bro. I, no, listen. I'm with you. I think that the reason I do it is because, first of all, it, like, it's made such a huge impact on my life recently that I hope that if somebody picks it up, it make a huge impact on their life. So I share it for sure. Um, and I think it's great. I started listening to audiobooks you uh, read. What's the name of your book again? I am currently reading two books. Re- Relentless is almost done, and I'm halfway through The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Beep. There we go. And I finished uh, Essentialism. Um, basically, what it all boils down to, though, there's a common thread and theme here. Oh, are you going to give them the episode name now? This is the episode name. It's a nice little ramp up, man. Come on, I'm trying to suck people in here. Suck them. Suck them in. This is Do More By Doing Less. Oh, it's way better than your original name. No, I love it. <laughs> do More By Doing Less. And also, as I like to say, not caring. Not caring. Which is going to be a little opposite of what we talked about. But you'll get the, the basic concept once we get through all this. Yeah, and I think um, I'll also give like a little warning about the not caring. I think it's it's just as a, like a caveat here. It's very cool and hip now to be like, ah, oh, screw it. Whatever happens will happen. I'll leave my place a mess and I won't take care of my family. It's not about like... Are you talking about your house? No. This is... I have to take care of this house right now. Have to. Are you talking about what you've done upstairs to the office? Okay, moving on. Yeah, moving on. on. Come on. Why do you always got to get sidetracked, Ryan? I like to sidetrack. We, uh... It's basically about... We're we're working... Okay, there we go. All right. It's basically just... Basically not giving a shit about the things that are going to hold you back and keep you down in the dumps, basically. Oh, yeah. So the not caring aspect of what we're trying to put across is to stop... And if we want to equate it to CrossFit, is stop sitting there thinking, oh, i got to get my pull-up today. Mm-hmm. No, what you need to do is do the little things to drive you to getting your pull-up, right? Right. So if you're caring about that ginormous big picture all the time, unfortunately, that doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we talked about this briefly yesterday on how we wanted to go, my mindset is this. Everybody, take a hot second. Think about this. Raise your hand or say yes if this is correct. All right. I'm supposed to be at the gym by 9.30 a.m. I got to get out of the house by 9. I woke up late. 
I got my coffee, I got my banana, I, I got my keys, and I run into the car, and I'm, oh shit, I forgot my wallet. Yep. Oh, and I run back in, oh man, I forgot my food prep. You know, if you just slowed down, yeah. you wouldn't have forgotten any of that, and you would have probably left maybe a minute later than the five minutes late that you just you did. back and forth. Yeah. So raise your hand or say yes if you have ever done that. Amen. Right? Yeah. I do it all the time, and now when I do it, I can actually say to myself, stop. You'll get yep. your shit. Let's go. Absolutely. I like that. It's, it starts with, um, I think, a mindset like you kind of mentioned there. Um, you kind of have to decide, Ryan, what, like, what the goals are that you are trying to focus on, whether it is CrossFit, or whether it's your career, um, and then stop saying yes to everything that's going to deviate you from that, from that mission, right? So once you know what your goals are and you focus on that, then you'll know exactly what to say no to because it's going to be the things that detract you from your main objective. Yeah, I, I mean, and sometimes when you say no, that might not be the popular. Oh no, definitely not the popular answer that your friends or family or people want to hear. But if it's what you want and have the direction you want to go in your life, then that's fine. Um, you know, we had we met with um, uh, his name's Sean. I don't even know his last name. Bobby will probably yell at me later uh, from Active Life. And one of the things that he he kind of talked about was. If your only release and your only mindset as as members or just somebody you're trying to stay active and fit is I gotta get in and get my release from CrossFit, something's wrong. It can't be just CrossFit. It has to be something else. Maybe it's a walk, maybe it's a book, maybe it's a movie, maybe it's just a long talk with a friend that you might not mm-hmm. have talked to in a while. But it, CrossFit coming in here and, and hurting yourself or ripping weights off the ground and not being um, fully energized to do it, Yeah, it, that can't be your only release in life. That can't be your only stress reliever. So I encourage all of you to find a few more. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've talked about it on an episode before. It's about, uh, we talked about hobbies, like what do you do outside of the gym? It goes back to that. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back to our archive and take a look at that. And I think, um, you know, another thing you have to constantly envision as well is what are, what's the big, what's your big picture look like? Like, what are you thinking about? And if you, if you have that thing, you need to think about that big big picture item constantly and then stop hyper focusing on those little small insignificant details that are just going to tie up your thought capabilities and just kind of tie you, you up. You had an example of that for that? Yeah. So it's going to have to be necessarily your big picture, but just, yeah. I mean, we could go back to the, to your pull up example, right? Like I really want to get my pull up. Oh, but what are they doing over there? I want to get my deadlift stronger too. And I want to do this and I want to do like, it, it's, Keeping your eyes on the rig when all you want is a pull-up, right? Don't focus on what people are doing outside with the tire flips and stuff like that. Focus on your main objective. And I think focusing on that constantly, if that's your real goal, will help you in the long run. Yeah, I think it's it's your mindset. If you yep. want the strict pull-up or the kipping pull-up or the butterfly pull-up, then you need to accept the fact that there are things that you are going to need to do mm-hmm. to get to that point. Right. And there are things that you're going to have to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're, there are things that you're going to have to do that you're not going to be able to do, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I really wanted a really good score on this. And I could have got one if I did something different. Right. No, it's okay. You can let your scores uh, suffer a little bit to start working towards certain things. So for my example is, is when I first started CrossFit and being overweight, I really, really wanted my kipping pull-up. Mm-hmm. So when I could, 
and my shoulder strength was strong enough, I would put in my kipping pull-ups. Yeah. And I really wouldn't care what my score was. Yep. I really, yeah, really got, didn't you care. You got to shut that mindset off, too. Right? Oh, yeah. man, dude, what happened? You got 18 minutes on the workout. Okay. Cool. So, I guess I mean, and, and, when, and when I started CrossFit, Todd, who owned Hammerdown at the time where I was going, we didn't have a lot of time caps. So, mm -hmm. a 12-minute workout might have taken me 18 minutes. But in my mindset, yeah. I wanted to work on that. So another one for me was double unders. Yeah. I would always do double unders. Didn't care how long it took. Um, as long as it was within what Todd allowed me to do within right. the hour, the whole nine yards. So um, there are people that I know have double unders, and they'll quickly go to single unders because... They want to get that good Oh, score. I got to keep going. I got to yeah. keep going. I, I'm just tripping up. No, I man, just practice your double. Practice right? double so, yeah. time. Yeah, just you won't finish the workout, but you're gonna get you're gonna get better in the long run. So, um, and then going back to mindset too, like designing the most efficient way to do it. One of the models we had in the Air Force was work smarter, not harder. Don't you know? Go if you're trying to get from point A to point B. Don't stop over at C, then E, then F, then G. Come to make a straight line, straight shot. Um, I think smarter, not harder is a good way to look at it. You know, one of the examples they used in the book was this guy would skip all of his mandatory meetings, and it sounds bad. He would say no on the invite, and he saved two hours out of his day because he asked his colleagues to fill him in on all the necessary information. And that two hours that he would have spent sitting in the meeting, he was able to do other productive stuff to help work towards Did his goals. Did you just tell people to skip mandatory Say meetings? no. No, sorry. It wasn't mandatory. Just say <laughs> no to meetings. I think that was one of the main themes of the book, too, is like Hey, Cameron, everybody we're going to have a mandatory meeting today about making sure feel, you're at your meetings. I can't. I don't feel good. I can't make it. I'm sorry. <laughs> say no to more meetings. That was another big theme in the book. Um, yeah, if it's mandatory, you have to go. Sorry. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, skip, don't skip your mandatory meetings. Let's skip some of them. Oh, you're the worst. Um... That's pretty good. Uh, no, I think that's uh, smarter, not harder. I think mm -hmm. it's a very true statement. Obviously, um, it doesn't have to be just CrossFit related, but it, you can't keep sitting there and thinking that, you know, in all honesty, and it was hard for me to understand, but you can't always think that your way is the right way either. Oh, no, definitely. So you have to be able to adapt and adjust, and you can sit there. I know, I know there are people that think that they are open to other people, mm -hmm. And then I see how you react and things that you do. Take a step back and really be open to what people are saying. Really be open right. to how um, maybe your approach is just a bad approach. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to take a deep breath. And I think we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But almost counting down when I ask a question or when Cameron asks a question or when your boss asks a question. Counting from five before you mm -hmm. respond. Right? So Cameron listened to this book. But another book that I've read in the past, it was a very similar concept where... Um, don't react. Don't just react all the time, right. right? So when somebody asks me something on the floor, it's not like, yep, I got the answer. No. Ask me something on the floor. Normally people go, hey, Ryan, I have a question, and I go, I have an answer. Yep. And then you'll ask it, and if you notice, I wait about three to five seconds before I actually give you my response, so I make sure that I fully understand what you're asking, and it doesn't look like I'm just uh, kind of blowing you off. Hey, what should I do? Okay, do this. Right. That's not cool. Yeah, so, it seems you got, like you're kind of giving the brush off, but if you do take that three to five seconds, it makes it look like you're spending some time to do some deep thought, okay, analyzing, and then giving them something that you actually thought about as opposed to like the, the automatic response, right? Yeah. The only thing I'll correct you on that is it doesn't look like you're doing it. You you, I mean, you are doing it. I'm, I'm, absolutely. You're not faking that. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'll fake it till you make it, right? Four, 
Five. Okay, here's okay, my here. thing. I already had my answer five seconds. Yeah, exactly. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Give me smell. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, next one is explore. So this is kind of a, a, another category we can talk about here. First we talked about mindset. Now we're talking about exploring. Um, you have to escape. I think uh, that another thing that's kind of happened in this digital age is, I mean, I can't tell you the last time that I was actually bored. Now, because we're always distracted with our phones, we're never bored. What's the first thing we do when, we, when, we, when, in, when we're in an office somewhere or something like that and we're waiting for an appointment? We pull our phone out and we start scrolling through Instagram. Yep. Instantly, we're not bored anymore. We're just kind of mindlessly scrolling through people's stuff. Or what about when you're in traffic? Dude, I, I pull my phone out in traffic, dude. I do. I'm not going to lie. You are a lawbreaker. Look. Bobby, arrest him. Arrest this man. I mean, you do. You sit in traffic. You, you're listening to a podcast. You're trying to find the next song. You're scrolling. It, it happens. I mean, you look around. You People are doing it right now and driving, guaranteed. Just the way it goes. Yep, scrolling and driving. Scrolling you guys talking. Let me just see what's going on here. See, that's what I mean. We got to be bored every now and then. Um, you need to make distraction-free time just to think and explore and review and plan. And it's not thinking about like, oh, what do I have to do today? What's my meeting like? What's my schedule like? It's just thinking about just life, man. Just go with the flow. <laughs> All right, give me your example. What's your what's your thinking about life? So in the mornings. I, I have the new routine development. It's perfect. I read a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I just sit, and I digest what I just read, and I think, and after I think, I write about it. Just jot it down in my journal. A few sentences, maybe a couple paragraphs, but I just think and escape. Okay. What about you? Um, that, is, that would be something I would need to work on. There we go. See? That's mm-hmm. good. I like that. Got to have some free time. Um, and no, then, I have free time. Well, yeah. I just don't sit in the corner and write about it. And <laughs> don't hate on my, my listen. Like hey, this is a judgment-free <laughs> zone. It's all about welcoming, and you can get the hell out of here. <laughs> hey, everybody! I read my book. I sat in the corner. Lights and out. I wrote about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now can I race? So now explore. We need to. We've done our escape plan. Now we need to look beyond what is not being said. And scan, kind of read between the lines a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely important on the exploring part. Looking, see what's out there. Um, you know, I equate a lot of things on business. So for me, and to have the gym and everything expand the way I want it to, I do a lot of looking, a lot of trying to see what's out there, uh, seeing what our competitors are doing, seeing what programmings are like, seeing where... <clears throat> up-and-coming communities, uh, communities wrong word, up-and-coming um, areas to live on the East Coast, I look at, um, you know, so I, I do my looking beyond in a sense of business, but, right. you, you know, you've got to be able to do that in a sense of, you know, CrossFit, if you want to apply this to pull-ups again, or yeah. double-unders, it goes exactly what I said, stop worrying about your score today. Right. Work on, you know, today we have rope climbs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you know that you don't have three rope climbs and you only have one, you're like, ah, I'm going to do one rope climb, and then when that goes to shit, I'll just do rope walk-ups because I want to get the workout done. And Wrong. I want you to do the rope climb, then I want you to get back on the rope and go as high as you can. I don't care if it's one pull, two pulls, but you set your feet, you go up, right? Yeah, you might not finish the workout, or... You might just be dog tired when you go to the sled, but mm-hmm. guess what? For the long term, looking up, 
beyond that, next time rope climbs comes, maybe get a little higher. Yeah. And go a little bit further. Right? It's not you you gotta stop looking at, you know, right down at your feet and start looking on the horizon. Yeah, I think that's such a great, a great way to look at it. Is is we, we try to live in the here and now a lot, and there's a lot there's a lot to be said about the benefit there, but also looking beyond that and uh, kind of scanning forward. I think that's a really good way to look at it, Ryan. Yeah, um, I mean, if you think another one, think about how you drive. Yeah, I know when I started learning how to drive. Yeah, I looked straight down at the hood of the car, and I was all over the place. I remember my aunt was like, "What the hell are, are you, you doing?" doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So when I drive, I don't know about y'all, but I'm looking all the way out, mm-hmm. right? So look all the way out. Don't look at the hood. I like that. Look all the way out. How about playing, Ryan? When was the last time you got to play? Oh, my God. You guys in your stupid tower ball. Is that, where you, is that, where you're, is that, that little thing right there? Listen. No, man. Listen, you I know play me. all the time. I know. I know that. You guys, what you don't see about me is when I'm in here, yeah. I don't. The playing isn't isn't something that I do. I play, I play with the kids. I do my playfulness right. in different ways. Um, playing is a lot of fun. It reduces a lot of stress. Yep. Um, but you know, for me, when I'm here at the gym for work, I don't play. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, when everybody else goes to their jobs, right. I'm not knocking you for tower ball. I'm just saying, like, for my mindset, yeah. and like. Uh, uh, do I want to use Travis? I'll use Travis. Travis is my example. When he is sitting there and code is released and it's a long evening, right? He's he's a playful guy, but he's not playing. He's doing his job. Absolutely, I think. Right? Yeah, knowing when to shut that on and off is, is fantastic. Um, you know, you guys know me. I like to play tower ball. I have rollerblades in the office for crying out loud. Like I like to. He's rolling his eyes. I'm not rolling my eyes. I shook my head. And their eyes rolled back in your head a little bit. <laughs> Um, I like to play because it does reduce stress and it fosters creativity because it kind of goes back to escape, make that distraction free time to just think and, you know, if I'm rollerblading or if I'm playing basketball or doing something silly like tower ball, it gets those creative juices flowing a little bit and uh, it makes it fun. makes it fun. There you go. Sleep. Oh gosh, this is a hot topic for me. Well, considering that, and I'm sure a lot of people, like no one cares, but considering that I just got back from Hawaii on a nine-hour flight and six-hour time change, mm. and I just got off the phone with Rachel before I even got here. I, I haven't had a good night's sleep since Saturday. Yeah, I, I'm hurting. Like wow. last night, it was Isabella in the room. The night, the couple nights before that, it was Lucy's and Lucy was in the room. So, man, I need my sleep. I well, I can feel it. I, I'm cranky. Yeah. And everybody's like, "Man, you're a little irritable." Man, okay, I'm trying hard. I'm. I'm I'm trying to take a look beyond and not yeah. be a, be irritable, but man, I'm tired. It, it's really hard. Like the physiological effects of it, you know, obviously it's going to beat you down, lower testosterone levels. It's going to do all kinds of stuff to your body, um, hormones and all that. But the other thing is too, I think a lot of people in our society now kind of glorify like lack of sleep. Like I'll sleep when I'm dead or I don't need any sleep. I don't need sleep. Bullshit. Because <laughs> the fact of the matter is this, like, if Ryan, if you if I came into work after a couple of drinks every single day, what would your reaction be, right? Well, you, we know what that reaction yeah. would be. But yes, it, it, it wouldn't be good. Yeah, because losing sleep is like the equivalent of having a couple of drinks. It mm-hmm. impairs your judgment, all that stuff. And in the fitness industry or any industry for that matter, it's just unacceptable. So prioritize your sleep and stop sleeping like a jerk. 
Oh, I only slept four hours last night. Stop. Stop. Like a jerk. Stop it. You're doing so much damage to yourself. And even if you think that you're super productive on four hours of sleep, imagine with six or eight. Or that's, that's the ideal number. That, that that's almost hours. like um, that's like people that think they don't need carbs. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other <laughs> thing right, right now. Whoa. Oh, wow. Did you see where I Staying went there? Right. I don't need carbs. Are you kidding? <laughs> All right, that's fuel, man. That's we're gonna. Come on, on man. Oh no! Oh no! Wow! So sleep. I did it! I did it! That was a little sleep. Damn it! Get sleep. your sleep in. All right, Celeste. In all of this, all your mindset, your yeah. explore, you apparently, according to Cameron, rank yeah. everything from zero to ten, and if it ranks lower than a nine, you need to reject it. Shuck it. I agree to most of that. Yeah. I think nine's high. What? I think that seven. Okay. Eight, it might be more of the answer because I also believe that some things that you might not feel that are nines right. can improve or go up to a nine. Yeah. Right? So if you throw away everything that's not a nine, you might not ever get that. You might miss it. Yeah, you might miss it. Right? So there are things that sometimes might not rank Yeah. a little high, uh, as high as a nine to begin with, but they could rank higher once once you start getting those creative juices. Yeah. Flowing. Flowing. All right, well, how about I take what you said nope. and we keep refining Nine, it. Mine's right. No, listen, what if you reject the nines right away? You handle all your tens. Once the tens are done, you go to the nines. Once the nines are done, you go to the eights. Then you're, then you're set, man. What happens if the seven yeah. should be part of your nine? See, this is, <laughs> this is the problem I ran into because after reading the book, the guy said, go to your closet right now. And I went to my closet and I started throwing away everything. That I wasn't sold on, but then I found myself like, well, I wore this one time, and it looked really good. Maybe I'll wear it. No, fuck. Just throw it away. Throw it away. Reject it. Now I have two shirts in my closet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And they're both Hawaiian. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm man. Never buying you anything. Never. <laughs> Eliminate. I'm going to buy you a, a sticker that just has the number nine on it. Number nine. I don't get it. Everything's a nine. Oh, everything's a nine. So yeah. I'm, I'm never everything's rejected. a nine. Everything's a nine. Um, number three, eliminate. Now, this is so we've done mindset, we've explored, and now we're eliminating. Um, oh, I want to say the first. Yeah, go for it. Dare to say no. Yes. Gracefully stop saying yes. Do the five awkward pause. So we talked about that in a sense of giving an answer to people, but saying no is okay. Um, gracefully is the correct word to say behind that word no. Um, funny example is, is that just the other day we were in a meeting and someone said no in the meeting and afterwards I kind of looked at it, I was like, hmm, that was kind of jerkish. Was that me? That uh, oh, that was me. Oh, that was that you. Was me. Oh, man, shoot. And what did we do? We had a little conversation. Like, hey, man, everything, oh, yeah, I didn't mean it that way. I was like, well, out of the five of us in there, four of us felt like that no was a little aggressive. Well, clearly I hadn't got to this point in the book yet. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, I think that people need to understand that no is not a bad word. Right. But the way you deliver it, and it's funny that I use the word deliver because I've been using that in my household a lot. Um, why, are you, why are you mad? Well, okay, well, we got into an argument where, David, you're not happy with my response because of how the delivery was given to you. Yeah. Right? So if you give no with a crappy delivery, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to be pissed. Mm -hmm. If you give no with a better delivery, it's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of soften that blow a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, that awkward pause is going to work wonders. Um, and, and, you know, you might catch some flack initially from people just kind of, you know, for always saying no, but eventually they're going to respect you 
and they're going to respect you enough to the point where they're stop going to they're going to stop approaching you with like like menial tasks for you to do. I would agree, yeah. but for Felix, I do not want you to not invite me to your birthday party anymore. Oh, it's uninvited. Uh, so uncommit is the next one here. Um, ask yourself, if I wasn't doing this currently, how much would I invest in it? So the example they used in the book was a shirt. Uh, we tend to place value on things that we own. So I have a shirt, and they say, you know, hold that shirt up. If I didn't own this shirt... I'm just using an example. Come on, man. You're always branching off on your own examples. Well, no. I was just, Rachel's going to yell at me because I got like five bucks full of shirts. You need to get rid of some no. shirts. You need to ask yourself, if I didn't own this shirt, how much would I pay for it? And, and you tend to overvalue things. So stop um, jumping into projects that you don't really necessarily want to be a part of because you don't feel like you're invested in it. I think that's a huge thing that a lot of us do is try to jump in and take on a lot. I, I don't disagree with you at all. Um, I would give an example in a sense of CrossFit, uh, because we're a CrossFit gym, uh, doesn't mean that that's all we're about though. Um, don't over, don't, don't commit yourself to five new skills that you want to learn. Mm -hmm. That goes back to ranking everything in the sense of nine or above. But if you invest in or say, hey, I'm going to learn, I'm going to focus on my snatch, my muscle up and, uh, bench press. I don't know. Right. right? right. Well, that goes back to our bucket effect, right? That was a couple podcasts ago. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of things that you're pouring in. Focus on one. Get really good at one, right? You know? And then, then move on to the next one. So figure out which one you want to work on the most and then go from there. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the next one is cut, subtract, or, quote, edit your life. Um, stop stepping in on everything. Everybody likes to give their opinion. Um, the example I'll Yo, give I is... I like your shirt. Well, this is the company shirt. Hat. This is the company shirt. Oh, I was just giving my opinion. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, subtract and edit. So when they make a like a movie trailer for a big budget film, it's cut down to like the most intense action packed two minutes. It sucks you in, it gets your attention. That's how we should live our life. Edit it down to the things that are gonna get you excited about it and stop stepping in on all the other stuff just to voice your opinion. That's, uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I need to say anything. I mean, that's about that, that it. last sentence. Stop voicing your opinion. We live in a day and age yeah. that everybody voices their opinion on Facebook, Instagram, all this other stuff. Private messaging, sliding in the DM, email, text message, phone call. <laughs> Guess what? You don't always have to voice your opinion. Go back to the five-second awkward pause. Really think if it's needed. And then don't also sit there and be like, well, I should voice my opinion because yeah. that's what I want to do and that's who I am. Does it actually have a positive or negative effect on the person that you're speaking to? Right? I mean, I can tell you in a long process and reading some of these books and really understanding, I'm the more and more things go on in life, the more and more I try to cut out every piece of negative energy that is around me. Right? I'll give you the high five, I'll say what's up, but it's not reciprocated, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the high five, say what's up, and we'll move on. It's all good, homie. It's all good. Um, but, yeah, I, the, the negativeness, the cutting out, I think that's, that's spot on. Yeah. Spot so if you on. see Ryan and I walking around the gym doing like scissor fingers, and cut it out. Cut it out, bear. Bear, knock it off. Cut stop, it out. Stop driving like that, bear. God, that guy. Oh, uh, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's he a can't beast. drive. He's a beast in the parking lot. <laughs> cut it out. Uh, number four, finally bringing it to execute. Buffer. This one I love. Uh, meticulously Ooh. plan ahead. Wait, where are you at? Limit? I'm on. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah, limit. Jump yeah, more. you're totally what? I'm sorry. I like this one. Set yeah. boundaries and enforce to others. That's such totally a good one. I totally love it, man. 
Um, I, I have set my boundaries, and mm-hmm. I believe that I enforce them pretty pretty good. Um, sometimes people don't like it. Sometimes people do. I I encourage everybody at the gym to set your boundaries. That doesn't mean that you need to be rude. You're still saying what's up, still having good small talk. I don't mm-hmm. know how else to say that. Um, but then apply that in life. Apply that at work. You don't have to be everybody's work best friend. No, absolutely not. You don't have to be everybody's best friend throughout the day or whatever, but, you know, set the boundaries and enforce them. And yeah. Enforce is a strong word, so you don't have to be, like, a jerk about it, but know your limits. But it, it goes back to kind of, that. like, saying no gracefully. Like, yeah. know your limits and enforce it. Say, you know, no thanks. We've talked about this before. I'm actually not going to be doing that anymore. <laughs> like, enforce those boundaries. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be doing those I'm not going to be doing it. <laughs> no, we'll talk about that off. Ah! ah! All right, next up. We'll talk about that offline. Execute. Meticulously plan ahead. Live life with a 50% buffer. If you think it's going to take you 10 minutes to get somewhere, a lot 15. If you think it's only going to take you 30 minutes to write a blog post or something like that, a lot 45 minutes. Because punctuality is such a big thing and it goes back for to who? what Ryan was For me or for you? Oh, for me too. Oh. It goes back to what Ryan was saying. If you wake up in the morning and you think it's only going to take you 30 minutes to get ready, you're going to be scrambling to get your wallet, your keys, your food, your backpack, your laptop. A lot 45 minutes and you have 15 minutes of a buffer to kind yeah. of chill and unwind. I, I, I just – I once again cannot agree more. If, Rachel always gives me shit when we're like, oh, we're going to dinner at 5. I'm like, all right, it's 2.30. Let's start getting ready. Wait, what? what we have five it? kids. Yeah. Okay? I, we're not leaving at 5. We got to leave at 4.20 to get yeah. to the restaurant, wherever the hell it is because of traffic. So now it's less than two hours. We got to shower. We got to do hair. We got to do this. We got to do that. Let's go. Let's go. This is just you that you have to take care of. What? (laughs) Got to shower, do my hair. Do my hair. (laughs) No, but it's true. You're absolutely right. (laughs) It's absolutely right. Um, Subtract what is holding you back. I've said this. Remove the negativity out of your life. Get rid of something that you feel that's holding you down. And on top of that, I'll add something to the subtraction part. If you think that it's worth it, so going back to um, uh, trying to figure out what is worth your time and what isn't, if you feel like there was something worth in your life at one point and it might not be there now, you can either subtract it automatically. Mm-hmm. What I would highly suggest is have a conversation, right? <laughs> it might have a conversation or really go in and look and see if it's worth trying to salvage mm-hmm. or is it something that's like, cool, we're just going to move on. Cut the dead weight. Right? Yeah. Cut the fat. Trim the fat. Trim the fat. That's, I like that one. Yep. Can I, can I tell you something? Yeah. I got rid of Bumble. No, you didn't. I trimmed the fat, dude. I'm done. It was holding me back. You got rid of Bumble at one point and then you got it back, though. That's the problem we're living with this modern technology. I can just download it right now if I wanted to. Actually, you know what? Oh <laughs> just no, but it's for real. I, I did. It was holding me back too much. Um, and now I'm able to focus on other things that, like, you know, the, the job. Like actually doing my job finally. Ah, fine. Can't wait for that one year. Uh, uh, it's shit. Well, you're late right now. I'm not late. Are you late? I'm not late. It started in July. You should have allowed a buffer, man. I'm going to allow. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Progress. Celebrate those small acts of success. Yay! Woo! Yeah, got rid of bubble. Yeah. Woo! Pat myself on the back. Woo. All right. You have to do that stuff. Flow. Create a routine and make things as effortless, effortless as possible. I have said this before. If you don't have a routine, I don't know how you operate in life. I really don't. 
I, I don't like for me if I don't work out in the morning it's probably not gonna happen that's just my routine exactly um just get your routine set it 21 days to make your routine some people will say 18 some people will say 24 oh, yeah, that's right you know just set it just do it routine and have um, the discipline to do it you know? focus what is important now what is important to you now and do it I'll use my girl Kimmy Moss as my example what is important to her is she wants to move out to California and I don't really know what it is but she's doing some sort of um like Laird Hamilton yeah, surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she's doing that. So guess what she's doing? She's moving to California. That's the last I heard, at least. Um, mm-hmm. That's important to her. She's going to do that. Do it. Go. Get out. Explore. Figure out life. Get your mindset right. And if it doesn't work, come on back. Yep. Right? We'll support you no matter what. I want everybody to think about this. Though. The more you chase better, the worse you're going to feel. Right? Um, one of the books that I'm reading is it's called The Backwards Law. So the more wealth you desire, the poorer you feel. Because if you just keep desiring wealth, you're not going to think that you're ever rich enough. It doesn't matter what you have in your freaking house or what kind of cars or anything like this. Another example that they gave that I thought is really, really relevant, especially in the CrossFit world, mm-hmm. the more you desperately want to be sexy and desired, the uglier you're going to come, come to see yourself. So the more you think that you want to just, I got to, I got to get to this level. I got to lose all this weight. I got to work out five times a day. I got to do this. I got to do that. If you're not happy with your body and, and you're not happy with yourself inside, then you're never going to be happy with what looks back in the mirror. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, it's it, chasing perfection. is It's going to lead to some sadness down the road, I think. Like we talked about, um, you know, chasing that positive experience is a negative experience in and of itself. Oh, I, I agree, man. Yeah. I, I, the more that you think that you need something and the more that you feel that you're lacking the less you have, yeah. even if you have it all. Oh, yeah. There's always Ooh. something missing. Not to bring up, like, a, a weird or very s- sad moment, but uh, who was the, the lady that just uh, committed suicide? By Kate Spade. Kate Spade. Yeah. Had everything. Yeah. Had all had the money. money. Everything. Right? That's sad. Yeah. That's sad that she had all this stuff, and she thought, and on the outside, everybody thought she was a happy person, and, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, she wasn't. So... Be happy with yourself first. I think that's what all these conversations that we've recently had really mean. Yeah, it's our new it's a new lifestyle podcast. I think it's great. I think it's been uh, quite a ride. Wait. What? This is just about CrossFit. No. No. We can tie it all to CrossFit. Oh, tie it all to CrossFit. But it falls under the lifestyle brand of CrossFit PR. Hey, stuff. man, that's cool. I, I'm, I'm happy that everybody knows that you are only about CrossFit and CrossFit only. No, don't say that. I have other things. I have a blog. Check it out. After oh, Thoughts blog. <laughs> yeah, blog on your off time. Um, number one, so just to kind of recap, number one, develop your mindset. Number two, explore that mindset. Number three, Ryan. We're going to eliminate it. Number four, we're going to execute it. And P.S., think of backwards law. Mm-hmm. Be happy with yourself. Make sure that you, uh, you're not just desiring things to get, right? Make sure that you feel happy with yourself. You are, you are sexy. You are... You are rich. Even if you don't have any money, you are rich, Cameron. You're a rich man. You have your health. You have your looks. You have people around you that support you. You are a rich man. You don't have to have money to say you're rich. I've also got Chantilly's most popular podcast right here with you. I have Chantilly's. We have it. We have it. It's on my computer. That's all right. You signed a contract. Anything that you That's right. Anything I create is under the PR star. I got to transfer my blogging rights over to you. 
All right, so thanks for tuning in. Episode 33. Hey. Oh, oh, you. Yeah, that's right. I forget. It's been so long. Oh, my Hold God. Hold on. Forget what I just said, everybody. Ryan has a question. You are the worst person I've Dude, ever met. It's been so long. So we have our question board downstairs, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, that was definitely a Chrissy Fulton idea. Um, I hope everybody likes it. I hope people keep putting um, fun and positive things on it. Travis, you only get one answer. You don't yes. get five. If I see it again, I'm erasing them all. I like that. But here's my question of the day. Okay. And it will not be the question on the board. Oh, okay. That's what I was waiting for. It could be. It's all right. I think we've done that one before. Actually. How do you like your potatoes? Mmm. How do I like my potatoes? French fries, mashed, uh, uh, scalloped potatoes, twice baked potatoes, sweet potatoes. I like a sweet potato with um, like brown sugar oh my and gosh. butter on Listen it. Listen to yourself. Yeah, I'm so indulgent. You're going to clog your arteries. Well, you know, can I tell you a story though? This nope. is kind of funny. Come so on, anyway. Ryan. <laughs> never let me tell stories on here. Anecdotes. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Go. I want to hear it. Well, when I was young. Is it a nine? It's yeah, it's a nine. Oh, okay. I'm gonna allow it. <laughs> so when I was nine, my, my we didn't go out to eat much as kids, and we went to this big fancy restaurant, and the waitress came by and she asked me that exact question. Hey, how do you like your potatoes? And I look at my mom, look back at the waitress, I look back at my mom, and I look at the waitress. Uh, cooked. Yes. <laughs> I had no idea there were so many options, but I'm gonna go with sweet potato. I like it. I like it. Um, I would. My my answer is very similar to your your story right there. We didn't go out a lot. Um, and we always went to, uh, it was a steakhouse. I think it was called Lone Star. I don't even think it's open anymore. Um, and I would always get steak and mashed potatoes. And if you make a good mashed potato, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Not chunky mashed potato. Don't bring me that shit. I want my smooth mashed potatoes to where I can take a bite of steak and kind of scoop it in there. Okay. And I got my potato. <laughs> my mom makes really good mashed potatoes. So that was my question. Mac- How do you like, like your potatoes? That. You like them mashed, huh? I like mashed. mashed. All right, and creamy mashed. Yeah, don't make it weird. No, I'm just, I'm just. Don't make it for weird. the audience. Why I want do them you know? Do that? I want them to know. See, it's, you always got to take it to that. I level. didn't mean and to. And on that note, everybody, thank you for listening to episode 33 of Not for Time. Jeez.